This is Media Mommy, episode five, season two. And today we're talking about diastasis recti. And I'm not saying that again because it's really tough to pronounce. So that's the one time throughout this entire episode that I'm going to be saying that. But I have a special guest here. Raven is joining me. Raven, introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Raven, and I am the owner of Reps with Ready Training. And I have worked with various clients, um, ranging of all ages, men and women. And this is an occurrence that I've seen a couple times within the past three or four years since I've started my training business. And um, it's really interesting how uh, the female body works and how it will literally reorganize itself so that we can create more lives. So this is a pretty interesting topic. So let's tell people what we're talking about. Now, we gave you that big term that a lot of you probably have not heard before, but what that means is the kangaroo pouch, the fupa, um, what else do people call it? It's just that extra bit of um, around your stomach area, but I we've all heard different names for I, it. Yes, and I've even heard a name, the rooftop. <laughs> I heard that one um, recently. Is when your stomach in the your abdominal muscles specifically. So um, it's when it they rearrange themselves to make room for the baby to grow. And what a lot of people don't realize, and probably should know, um, when it comes to training your abs and training your core, is that you have three sets: anterior, internal, your external and your transverse abs. And so your internal abs and your external abs, those are literally on the top layer and the bottom and they make it look kind of, that's what gives you the six pack or the eight pack or the four pack, whatever. And the transverse abs is what's going to control your rotation with your core. So, so those, those are deeper. Hmm? I was going to say some of us, have those abs that no one can really see, right? But if we want to get rid of the right. fat on the, the layers right there, <laughs> what happens from what I've read and what I've researched, because I tried to do a little digging before I got on here with you, mm -hmm. it's like when your abs separate, um, and that's sometimes caused by pregnancy or being overweight in general, that sometimes your muscles can separate? Yes. So sometimes they can separate. And with getting pregnant specifically, it's um, wider at the top or wider at the bottom. And that's that's where you see um, the fupa and kangaroo pouches tend to form is when it's it's um, more narrow at the top and those muscles are more loose and wide at the bottom. So, so that's a pretty common one, even outside of pregnant women. <laughs> I know that it's, <laughs> I know that once you go through a pregnancy, a lot of people, you have to wait six weeks before you can get back in the gym if you do plan on getting back in the gym. So when you get back in the gym, you might feel like mm -hmm. I can't get that little bit to go away. Um, there are ways to check to see if this is what you're dealing with. You can get on YouTube. There are so many videos. You can actually uh, diagnose yourself, just lay down on the floor, I believe. And there's something that you can do to find out if this is what you're dealing with. But once you identify right. that, what do you do from there? Like what exercises could you focus on if you find out that this is how I, I need to, I want to get rid of that kangaroo pouch. I'm tired of this fupa. Instead of pulling up those uh, waist high pants that everybody's wearing now to try to. Yes. Get rid of it. <laughs> yes. 
I mean, we're all guilty of that. I have also high waist shorts right now to cover up. <laughs> but okay, so it's actually pretty important to know how to test, how to measure it for yourself. So um, to test it, that's one thing. But to measure it, you do want to know how to do that. And that's very simple. You're just going to lie on your back and you're going to tuck your, you're going to be flat on your back. You'll tuck your chin to your chest and you'll use at least two fingers or more. But you want to use two fingers and you're going to put it in the middle of your belly button. So you're going to put it in the middle and you're going to tuck your chin to your chest. And so when you feel that, that contraction or lack thereof, you're going to, Put your fingers in between where that connective tissue lines up. So where your abs would be split down the middle, that's exactly where you're going to put your fingers. And once you tuck your chin and lift your head a little bit, there's going to be a dip in between there. And everybody has a dip, but you want to measure how many fingers wide that is. So that way you kind of know where you stand as far as what kind of exercises you need to be doing. Because when you first start, um, the six, after the six weeks, or even during then, if you're an overachiever, <laughs> um, after, when you first begin, you don't want to do any front loading exercises, not it's impossible to work on abs without working external, internal, and transverse if you want them to show. But, um, when you put, when you put all that pressure on the front, so doing things like, like planks, or uh, planks from your elbows or planks from your hands or any type of mountain climbers, any type of push-up or a burpee, all of that. Imagine gravity. Ima- imagine how gravity works. Everything's pulling you down, right? So if you're front loading, that means that everything's going forward. And that's where you're going to get your rooftop. That's where you're going to get your rooftop shape. So go back to the position where you're laying on the floor on your back. To measure it, once you crunch and tuck your tuck your chin to your chest and lift your head a little bit, your stomach is going to form a rooftop. It's going to form a lump. Now, the higher that lump is, the more work that needs to be done on that area because it it's all that front loading is making it open forward, so open for- forward. So. So for mm-hmm. you guys who are listening to the podcast, I'm going to drop a video on Troy Washington TV that will show you the exercises and what she's actually demonstrating so you guys can see and hear and understand in that way. So I know that you guys aren't able to see if you're listening on the podcast. But so yeah. you're saying <laughs> when you do realize you have that pouch and you have that space there and mm-hmm. maybe you have a little bit more of space than you'd like what exercises should you start with to maybe start to work some of that, um, those muscles back into, is it almost like a routine of how they used to be? Yes. So it's actually, I, I feel like, um, it could be twofold. It's either getting them how they used to be, or it could be starting over since they're completely out of whack. And so, um, something that you can do regardless of what level, you're on, like how far, how many fingers apart you're, you measure it. Um, what you can do is lie, start with lying on your back and with your knees up. Um, yeah, lie on your back with your knees up and your feet are going to be on the floor. So your knees will be bent at like a 45 degree angle. And what you can do is dr- um, keep one leg up facing the ceiling, like one knee facing up. And you're going to drop one leg down 
and it's going to be like a half butterfly position. So you could drop one leg down at a time. And as soon as you feel your stomach start to contract, stop there and then bring it back up. And so you would do that on the right leg and you also do that on the left leg because isolation is key and you can tell which side is weaker than the other. And it's a way to make sure you're balancing out all your, all of your exercises. So you can definitely do the, um, it's, I call it a lying single leg drop, um, the butterfly position, but then there's also a lying single leg drop from the dead bug position. And you literally lay on your back like a dead bug with your <laughs> ankles in the air, <laughs> with your ankles in the air. And you just drop, um, one leg down and extend it out and then bring it back up to match the other leg. And then you're going to drop the other leg down, extend it out and bring it back up to meet the other leg. And those knees are going to be at a 90 degree angle because your feet are up in the air like a dead bug. So can you, and then um, I have a cup. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, can you show me that real quick? The dead bug one? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see yes. like this. Is so <laughs> that maybe people can. <laughs> yes. So you're laying on your back and your arms are going to be up because this is also um, engaging those core muscles. And then you're just going to drop it down and up. So this is something you can start. In the, yes. And the stronger you get, the lower you can drop this leg. And also another way to intensify it is the closer your knees are to your chest or to your arms right here, then the easier it is. The further out, the further away your knees are from your body, the more difficult it is. And then you drop from there. Okay. Yep. And you always want to make sure you're nice and controlled. And if you ever have a question uh, or if you ever have to question if your core is engaged or if it's tight enough, you can always cough. <coughs> and that'll those muscles that contract when you cough, that's a good way to identify that you're squeezing and engaging. I'm trying to lose my mom pouch as well. This episode is for me <laughs> also. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, I understand Anything else you um, had? You, have you had any experience with it? You kind of explained to me when we started talking about this subject the first time around, you explained to me, you're like, oh yeah, I know exactly what that is. I've had clients who have come to me with this or explaining this. And it's something very common. I don't know how many times a week, like I run into someone and they, oh yeah, the mom pouch or, oh yeah, my food pouch. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows about it. Yes, it's very common um, because people forget about their core, like whether you're trying to build a six pack or not, there's um, it's really important to always engage your core because the lack of that's your those are your stabilizers. That's everything is all in this midsection. So the lack of stability in your core is going to cause an anterior uh, pelvic tilt. Which, which is for a lot of African-American women is when you see, you know, that arch in your back and your booty kind of sit up high. That's that's literally what that is. It's the anterior pelvic tilt. And it can, it can come from um, lack of core stability and core strength. And so the more you tighten all, all your abs, but balance. So instead of just working those external or the internal, if you work all three, external, internal, and transverse, then you're likely to see um, that tilt kind of go back. And it doesn't mean your booty got smaller. It's just that you don't look like you walk around sticking your butt out. And with pregnant women, a lot of 
then because that baby, depending on how, how much you weigh, I was eight pound baby. So <laughs> I know that for my mom, she, she says, she claims that of the four of us, I left the weight on her, but <laughs> I beg to differ. I'm the smallest one of all my siblings. <laughs> but um, so because I was an eight pound baby, that's like carrying an eight pound dumbbell in your stomach all day. So your muscles are still there and they're still holding everything together, but it's just, I mean, eight pounds plus gravity, it's going to pull everything forward. And so imagine even in men, men even have diastasis recti and they don't even know it. They, I call it the pawpaw belly. So anytime you see men with that round belly that look like they're pregnant, yes, that's the same. It's, it happens in men too. So um, I think that it's pretty common because people forget that there's three layers to the abs. Yeah. You just want to be more rounded and make sure that you work on adding that coffin, <laughs> like whether it's through your outdoor exercises or even while you're running. And I know with what's going on in the world right now, a cough might not be, <laughs> it might scare away some of your neighbors, but what number one, they should be social distancing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, you stay home or just make sure your mask is on, do what you got to do. But um, isolations will help a lot. And then I think you gave us a lot of tips. You know, the most important thing is that I want to make sure that moms know it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something to work on if you are interested in working on it um, and just either getting back or starting fresh. Um, I think that I'm definitely going to apply these tips because I'm trying to plan a trip to Florida in April. So I plan on having <laughs> my swimsuits ready, but I want to make sure yeah. that, you know everything is tight and back, you know, so that's important. <laughs> but um, yes, ahead. it's it's all about the movement, how you breathe and how you load. So how you're moving your body with how you're breathing while you're moving it and then how much weight or tension you load onto it. Those are three things you want to remember. And if you guys want to learn more or just check out some of Raven's other tips when it comes to fitness, she stays on it. She has a really different approach to making sure that she's able to get those results. She focuses a lot on HIIT training. You can check out a lot of her videos. Give everybody your handles. Where can they check you out? Where can they find more information? For workouts and anything uh, involving my monthly challenges on my online fitness classes, you can go to itty bitty underscore boss. That is, you can find me on Instagram or you can type in Raven Alana, A-L-A-N-A, and that will direct you to my page where you can find a lot of videos about um, workouts, targeting different muscle groups, um, nutritional guides. I do uh, a meal prep Monday that I'm starting. That's fun. You can catch that on live. Um, just different recipes. So you can more health conscious meals. It's not necessarily um, anything extreme. It's just sharing different ideas. Cause I know a lot of people, they think healthy and they think boring and it's, it doesn't have to be boring and it can still taste good and be good for you. Um, you can check out my supplements, um, all of that. You can click the link in my bio through my Instagram and get to any other services that I offer. And, or you can go on my Facebook for reps with Ray. That's usually for members only, but every now and then when I have a monthly challenge or anything like that, um, the details will be posted on Facebook also. So until the website, 
those are the two um, places where you can go to contact me to get any type of one-on-one training or access to online virtual classes. And if you need some motivation, you can check out my YouTube channel at Reps with Ray for Get Your Mind Right Monday. Every Monday, new episode. <laughs> and guys, again, that is itty bitty underscore boss, or you can just search Raven Alana. Um, the one thing that unfortunately I don't think I've gotten to participate in any workout yet, but that's okay. We're going to change that. Cause I, I was, <laughs> for, uh, away every time we worked out, but that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. That's the best part about it though. That's why I had to get with the times I have now I offer virtual training or face-to-face training because some people still like that, you know, one-on-one interaction and I like to provide that. Hmm. I make it unique because it seems like from what I've watched, you like to set up the stations and keep people pretty active doing different things that they may not necessarily see as being a tool for working out. Like when you started using the water bottles, I thought that that was, Oh yes. (laughs) To say, Hey, whatever you got, will make it work. So I do love that you are always forward thinking and even when you cook, you make sure that you push that it doesn't, you, you can't outwork bad eating habits. <laughs> oh no, you can't. It's going to follow you. So I, like you. I can, anybody can put on their high waist pants or a waist trainer, like you said, but if you're not eating right, it's still going to show. Even the people who go and buy their body parts, they still have to work out. Got to keep that silicone up. <laughs> keep it up <laughs> so, yeah, ladies, we've talked a lot about getting rid of that poopa but obviously you can't outwork bad eating habits so it all starts right there and as raven already mentioned she's about to start her meal prep mondays where you can learn some of those healthy tricks and recipes that actually taste good as well so everybody needs yeah. that and i'll be tuning in for that because yes you run out of things to cook and I can only alternate. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes you just run out of ideas. I mean, there's only so much food out there. So some recipes might be familiar to you or, you know, everybody calls them different things. So it'll definitely be interesting to see what other people, um, you know, suggest or their feedback or especially if they try it at home. And so that's going to be fun. Definitely something I'm looking forward to. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. And guys, until next time, thanks for listening. Take care.